from the rugby field to the rotary shed. It's the Country Sport Breakfast with Brian Kelly on Gold Sport. All right, time to head stateside to the state of Washington, our U.S. correspondent, Amy Thaler. Morning, Amy. Good morning, BK. How goes it? Oh, it's good over here. You've got a, a little bit of sad news about a celebrity dying. But before we get on to that, a couple of interesting bits of agricultural news for us. Yeah, so AgTech, a.k.a. Precision Ag, is revolutionizing the ways farmers manage their crops and livestock. By leveraging data analytics, automation, and other technologies, farmers can gain deeper insights into their operations, enabling them to optimize resources like sensors, data analytical tools to help farmers track soil moisture, nutrient levels, and other variables, allowing for targeted application of water, fertilizer, and other inputs to minimize waste and maximize efficiency, improve yields and quality by tailoring their practices to specific field conditions and crop needs, and reduce environmental impact by using resources more efficiently and minimizing waste, which will help reduce agriculture's environmental footprint, contributing to sustainable goals. This tech has potential to transform the industry, yet it's still in the early stages. You might even say they are taking the tech bite by bite. Get it? But, by, by, no, I don't get it. B-Y-T-E by oh, B-Y-T-E. Bite. Okay. Come on, BK. Keep you. up. Keep it's up. early. It's early. It's early. All right. <laughs> nice one, Amy. And also a story on, um, well, vertical farming. Yeah. So continuing on this whole tech theory, right? Vertical farming, which is the practice of cultivating crops indoors in, as it would imply, vertically stacked layers. Yeah is no longer just science fiction. With the advancements in LED lighting, hydroponics, and automation, vertical farms are becoming increasingly viable and commercially attractive. This method offers several advantages. First up, increased yields. Vertical farms can produce significantly higher yields per square foot compared to traditional farming, making them ideal for urban areas. They also enable a controlled environment meaning factors like light, temperature, and humidity can be optimized for growing specific crops regardless of external weather conditions, i.e. climate change, et cetera, right? Right. And it reduces water usage by up to 90% compared to traditional wow. farming, making them particularly relevant in water-scarce regions. Remember that uh, water table story from a few months ago yep. that scared the bejesus out of me? <laughs> yeah, well, this is a solution. While initial investments can be high, the potential benefits of vertical farming are attracting significant investment interest. As the technology matures and costs decrease, I think we're going to see more vertical farms sprouting up in cities around the world, contributing to a more localized and sustainable food system. I love your play on words. Egg tech's growing up. And uh, you've got a story about uh, a sport competition out of Florida. Yeah, so... You know, I'm not a big fan of the state of Florida, which, as an aside, drives my bestie mad as she moved there two years ago and doesn't understand why I won't move there, let alone visit. But getting back to the matter at hand, you might understand why after I tell you what's going on down there. Florida now has its answer to New Zealand's Royal Sports Comp. Maybe, maybe not. Its version is called the Florida Man Games. The event launched as kind of a nod to um, the 2013 meme and Twitter account which was established then at Florida Man, 
that popularized and promoted the crazy things that happened in Florida. And I'm not talking politically. <laughs> you know, the headlines that would start with Florida man and be followed by the crazy thing of the day, like, and these are real. Florida man arrested for calling 911 after kitten denied entry into strip club. Or Florida man trapped in an unlocked closet for two days. I mean, Google it. It's insane. There's some hysterical ones. But anyway, so they just held the first Florida man games, which involve competitors in tank tops and cutoffs. It's a horrible visual. Competing in a mullet contest. A mud duel with poodle pool noodles, a theft simulation, an obstacle course that's supposed to simulate evading arrest, and more. Oh, no. BK, no. people actually travel to see this. No. One couple supposedly came as far away as 290 kilometers, and they paid $45 a ticket. I think the <laughs> guy made like $5,000. The organizer of the event said that he wanted to give participants the chance to live a day in the life of a Florida man a Florida man without ending up in the back of a cop car. But typically that involves more drugs and nudity than the oh. permit would allow. Oh, so oh, no, sad. Too no. <laughs> let's, let's finish on a sad note, a tragic accident involving a New York celebrity. Yeah, so this celebrity was Flacco, the infamous Eurasian eagle owl, who was released from the Central Park Zoo on February 2nd, 2023, and his life outside the wire had been followed closely by many. Poor guy died in an, unti- an untimely death on Friday when he flew into an Upper West Side building. Oh, Splat. oh, yeah, he, yeah. He took it kind of hard. A fate about two hundred thirty thousand birds a year fall victim to. The New York Times. I mean, the New York Times wrote a full obit on this bird. I mean, it was so long I actually couldn't read the whole thing. Oh dear. Um, he would have been 14 next month, and sadly, Freebird plays no longer in Central Park. Oh, that's so, so sad. Fly like an eagle. Um, that's enough, Amy. That is enough. We'll, uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll let you go, and we'll catch you next week. Thanks, BK. Have a good one. Uh, U.S. correspondent Amy Thaler here on Gold Sport, the country sport breakfast. One of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to the parenting hangover. It's not scary at all. If I bump into a couple and they have a boy and they have a girl, and I'm like, oh, boy, girl, snip. You've got a boy. You've got a girl. Get the snip. You're done. You get to figure out what it's like raising a girl. You get to figure out what it's like raising a boy. Save yourself a ton of stress and money. You've got your perfect little family. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.